Welcome to Backseat Confessions Podcast. Slide into the backseat as we listen to mostly anonymous strangers tell us stories from their lives. I'm a rideshare driver in Atlanta, and the people getting in my car have absolutely no idea I'm going to ask them to share. My commitment to you is to tell at least a snippet of virtually every story recorded in my car in the order they were told to me. My hope is that you laugh, cringe, cry, but mostly connect to these amazing people. You may find a piece of your own story or just feel more connected to the rest of us. Join us, won't you? So, hey, my new friend, this is an adult podcast. Themes and languages are Definitely not suitable for everyone. Listener discretion is advised. Good afternoon and good evening, ladies and gents. So glad you are taking time to hang out with me and listen to the seven different writers we have today. And if you're enjoying the show so far, please tell someone about it. That's the most important. And also give it a rating on your pod platform of choice. It means so much in helping make this a successful podcast. Okay. Buckle up, peoples. It's that time again. Our first writers today are a cute couple, and they share a story, mostly from the boyfriend's perspective, on their first trip out of the country, and how he managed to win some brownie points. Story number 127. Friday, February 5th, 2021, 11.09 p.m. Okay, my story is is a bit of an old story with me and my girlfriend. So okay. maybe, when was it? If some years ago, I was probably around probably like three four years i would say okay but we were we were young we were around 18 19 years old and yeah. this was our first trip together out of the country yeah and we went to mexico cancun mexico oh yeah and we both were super super lit the whole trip we got <laughs> drunk the first day we we touched down nice. and it started off real good <laughs> I love the way you say and that. <laughs> it just it just went downhill real real fast. <laughs> oh no. Alright, so so this was her actual first time drinking. This wasn't my oh. first time, but okay. it, I I wasn't yeah, I I wasn't I wasn't like a pro or anything, yeah. but this was her first time like getting like really messed up. Okay. And we were on the beach. And we were drinking. I remember we were drinking Bacardi. 
Yeah. And we we was I forgot how far out how far was our Airbnb like probably, it was probably like a ten minute walk from the beach. No, nah, it was probably ten minutes because when we got in that a little it was five to ten minute walk from yeah. our Airbnb. Yeah. But and we were in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> so so we're 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 chilling on the beach, maybe like. 15 20 minutes into sitting in the sand relaxing yeah she get the giggling yeah laughing and then she start making like snow angels in the sand right and that's when i knew like she was she was lit she was yeah yeah you she want to take over she okay. said, I'm yeah yeah i'm sorry because he left out some important details Yes, okay. ma'am. And I have your permission to use your voice and story in media platforms too, yes, right? Okay, you awesome. Do. Yeah. Okay, so he was. I had tried to drink before, but I'm not. Uh, I don't really smoke or drink because yeah. it just. I have a super high tolerance. Oh, okay. And so he was feeling nice, and he looked over at me and he said, "How you feeling?" Yeah. And I knew he was feeling nice, and I got a little jealous. Uh-oh. So he looked away for like two seconds, and I downed like half a bottle of Bacardi. Oh, straight snap. in oh, like snap. a few seconds. And he looked back and he's like, oh, no. And he's trying to snatch the bottle from me. And I was like, no, this is my friend. And next thing I know, I was doing snow angels in the sand. Like he said, I just wanted to sleep on the beach. Uh, People were looking at me. I actually wanted to do something else on the beach. I'll bet. Yeah, of course. Now that you got more liquor in you. <laughs> and, and I'm out of the country. Yeah. I'm with my boyfriend. Of course. Feeling drunk for the first time. It's time to get freaky in the sand. <laughs> right. Yeah. And there were people further down on the beach. It had already started to get dark outside. Yep. He was trying to get me up to go to the hotel. Right. And I didn't want to move. Oh. And they really thought like I was in danger. Wow. Like this man was trying to just take me from the beach. Oh, no. <laughs> wait. So, wait. So, people thought that. Okay, yeah, so people thought they you were you were you were being kidnapped. Yes. I was trying to like, you know, get her drunk to like take advantage of her or something. Yeah. Because the way they were looking at me, I was trying to help her out the sand, I was trying to help her out the beach. Right. I was telling her, you know, we gotta go, we need to go back to the room. Right. She was too too lit, you know, she yep. was she just didn't want to move. She kept on laughing. She kept on saying stuff like, I never felt like this before. <laughs> That's amazing. And like, she wanted me to call her mom and stuff. Oh, like, no. it was just, it was real crazy. And then we end up, I end up getting her out of the beach. Yep. And we're walking. I'm trying to get her to walk, but she won't walk. She wanted to sit down. <laughs> so I see someone drive by. I forgot. It's some, some dude. It's oh. like it was just regular like transport for for tourists. Okay. And they were driving by, and I asked if he could just lend us a ride down the street because our Airbnb wasn't that far. Like we're, we're, we're right, okay. but yeah. it just the walk. It wasn't we wasn't gonna make it the way in the yeah. way she was, and I was trying to help her, and I was I was messed up myself, of so course. it was like it wasn't good. So <laughs> we end up getting in the little little truck. And two minutes into the truck, <laughs> not, even. not even two minutes. I'm talking about. <laughs> l- 
she completely throw up oh. all in the back of seat of his truck. Oh. And the man, he's mad. He don't even know English. He just talking to me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to clean it up. I'm just talking to him. I end up taking off my shirt yeah. and, like, just wiping oh. it off. But it was it was crazy. That's that was just one of one of our trips we had. Wow, that was I, real. But you so you're different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's a good boyfriend. So you, but that's funny. Earlier on, you're trying to help your girlfriend out, get her back to where uh, you know she's in a hotel or the Airbnb or whatever, right. and you're getting accused of like trying to take advantage of her, and right. then she throws <laughs> up, and you're. You're wiping it up your shirt. I mean, you should win at least yeah, like boyfriend I, of the month award right, or something. I, 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 I took okay. a, a big <laughs> W that that trip. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. That should that should count for uh, uh, you know. Got good brownie a while. points for that one. I like it. I like <laughs> it. Well, um, yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing that story. That's great. <laughs> no problem. No problem. love their spirit and they just seemed like such a cool fun couple i will say that it freaked me out a little bit thinking about how while he was actually trying to help his girlfriend in her intoxicated state people thought he might have been trying to kidnap her or harm her in some way this hits close to home for me as a guy who has definitely tried to be helpful in certain situations and you're honestly just hoping that people don't ascribe negative intentions to what you're trying to do. Anyways, glad it all ended well, and it's just a funny story for them now. So now we get to hear a story almost exclusively from the girlfriend in this relationship. As you'll see, I find her to be incredibly delightful. Story number 128. Friday, February 5th, 2021, 11.16 p.m. So back in high school, well, just in general, I've always been very comfortable being myself and yeah. being silly and mm-hmm. being weird and just different. Good for and you. so I've always embraced that and tried to have my people embrace that. All right. And I met my boyfriend in middle school. We reconnected in high school when he came back down here. Yeah. And that's when we first started dating and I used to do just weird stuff like um for instance one time I asked him I said how did you know that I really liked you yeah and he told me that it was the day that I was humping his calf muscle um in the hallways while everybody was walking to the buses and I could tell he was genuinely embarrassed for me like normally he would laugh at my jokes and stuff yeah but he was really just like no get up like get up for real like (laughs) 
because he was concerned, like people would think I was weird. And I was like, well, if I stop humping his leg now, he's gonna think I'm weird. Wait, you did you uh, wait? What is the what is the thing you did to his? Calf? I was humping his. You calf said humping. Muscle. Okay, for a yes, second. in front of everyone, <laughs> and I he love could that not move. So much. And he was truly embarrassed for yeah. me. And he's used to my jokes, but I think that was just different for him. Yeah. And I was like, well, if I stop now, yeah, he's not gonna want to talk to me he probably gonna be like okay and try uh, to laugh it off and then he gonna see me later on and avoid me in the hallway uh-huh, so i was uh-huh. like i had to commit to it i love until that. he's laughing like i'm laughing right and then i know we're locked in and that's actually what let him know that i was really into him so yeah. i used to just do crazy stuff like that that's so cool. and one time we were at a football game and i think it was like one of our first times we ever actually got to like be alone on like a little date type of situation and we were just really feeling each other Mm. and being grown too grown for high school i get it and we never had really done anything like sexual wise yeah and we never really had the place or time to do that right yeah so I kind of just stuck my hand in his pocket one day while <laughs> oh. we was like walking down the sidewalk. Yeah. And I just kind of took care of him and it just shocked him because like people were walking around. I'm like, just be chill. Like, I got you. Dude, you are the coolest girlfriend ever. <laughs> oh, thank Legit. you. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> and it was just one for the books. He never Heck let me yeah. forget that. And I no. was just like, that what? just kind of set the tone to let him know like, okay, like, we're just going to do what we want and, yeah. you know, just live life yeah. to the fullest. So, I love and we that. have not stopped <laughs> doing crazy stuff yet. Oh, that's amazing. You, you are, you're, you're, you're adorable and you are, um, I love that you are getting like quirky personality because I was thinking about Thank humping you. a leg. Yes. So here's the deal. Most of the time when you hear of somebody humping somebody's leg, Nine times out of ten, it's a dude humping somebody's leg, whether it's a girl's leg, right? But it right. was you as this, and of course the the people can't see you, but you're genuinely beautiful. Like you're not, you know what I mean? Thank you. Yes. No, totally. But it's inside and out, of course. Thank and you. you're quirky, which that's unusual. I'm just gonna tell you, right. not many pretty <laughs> girls are quirky like that, where they just be willing to do something nuts to show someone they love them. That's um, that's really cool. And then the the pocket, getting your guy off. In public, through the pocket. <laughs> that is, I mean, if he ever dumps you, uh, he's he's definitely an idiot. Yeah. R- right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't, I mean, that, that's a keeper. You know after right. that, like, that's, she's the one. Right. I love it. Well, you guys are amazing, and thank you for... Um, for participating and just for being in my car tonight. You guys are awesome. Thank I love you, your vibes. you too. <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. You as well. I really love how she especially keeps the relationship spicy by just being a little different and quirky. One of the secrets to a long and healthy relationship is that you have to keep learning about your partner. If you end up feeling you know all there is to know about them, you start to get bored. And that is no bueno. So if you're a parent, there are certain scenarios that are the things nightmares are made out of. 
This next young lady tells her story of just one such nightmare. Story number 129. Friday, February 5th, 2021, 11.33 p.m. So this happened when I was about 15 or 16. Okay. And I was new to Atlanta. I'm from like a small town in the Midwest. Yes, ma'am. And, you know, being curious, I get up on the internet trying to find friends or whatever. Uh-huh. And I start chatting with this girl. I'm just going to call her um, Dominique. Dominique. Yeah. Okay, got it. So start chatting with Dominique. And I think it's someone my own age yeah. who I'm chatting with. And we decided to meet up one day. Yeah. It was a Saturday. Didn't have any homework, whatever. Yeah. And I go out clear to the other side of town. Like, took two trains and, like, a whole long bus ride just to meet up with this random person that I didn't know. Jeez. <laughs> wow. So, I get off the bus and this guy comes up to me and he was like hey are you jasmine i'm like um yeah and like i already look very young so just imagine what i look like at 16 like a little baby yeah so this guy comes up to me and he was like yeah are you jasmine i'm like yeah she's like okay well my my sister dominique's at the house i'm just gonna take you up there she was in the middle of doing something i'm like oh okay just being real naive and stupid. Oh, no. <laughs> Watch your freaking kids. Right? What is that show to catch a predator or yeah. Dateline or something? I mean, obviously you're in my car. You're okay. So, sorry. I'm just having this like, <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. So, um, he like starts walking me like it's like a residential area okay so i'm like okay well like we're actually going to like a real house yeah and i start feeling like real uncomfortable i have my freaking clarinet with me because i had private lessons that day <laughs> huge dork you're a literal band nerd <laughs> yes oh literal my band nerd God. so i like start feeling uncomfortable like um you know what actually have to go back home because i have my clarinet with me you know it's, it's a lot lugging this around yeah. so i'm a go yeah <laughs> so he's like are you sure like you know like we're almost there i'm like yeah yeah i'm good i'm i'll oh. just I'll, I'll just like you know just tell your sister that I'll, I'll just meet up with her later yeah and like i just freaking put my clarinet up under my arm and like start speed walking away and i don't know like i guess like my intuition started kicking Mm -hmm. in like there's something wrong and i did grow up like watching to catch a predator right yeah so i know it's like "Mm, something (laughs) right here here. (laughs) oh my god yeah that was like the most terrifying moment of my life i think Yes, because can yeah. you imagine just what Ending if Ending up on the first 48. Yes. I mean, if you hadn't listened to that little voice, I mean, mm-hmm. God knows. Oh, my goodness. Well, Jasmine, I am uh, grateful, so grateful that you um, 
that you didn't get caught up in that. And you're right, because podcast people can't see you, but you're you're just you're a very small person. So yeah. I literally I can't imagine you at 15. You would have been a wisp. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. Mm-hmm. Wow. So okay, I have to ask. Did you ever? Did you tell your parents right away or no? Absolutely not. Okay, yeah, because <laughs> I would have lost my ever loving mind if you'd been my child. Oh my god. No, I've been so if terrified. I would have told my dad. Oh yeah. Yeah, we we probably would have been. Back up there, and he yeah. would have ended oh, yeah. up in jail. Oh yeah, like oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There would have been, uh, yeah, there would have been one, one, uh, one dude that was not feeling very well after that. Yeah, oh, I'm definitely. With him. Gosh, well, you made it out, and now it's just a, uh, a scary, crazy story. So yes. that's all. All's good that ends good. I watch over all my nieces and nephews like oh, crazy now. Yeah, I'll bet you do. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well. Jasmine, thank you so much for sharing your story. I appreciate it. Thank you. Obviously, I'm beyond grateful she was able to escape unharmed. But crazy, crazy stuff. And so sad that you even have to be aware of such perversity. I can't wait for the world to become a place where kids can just be kids and not have to worry about adults trying to harm them. Let it be, let it be. Okay, okay. This just cracks me up so much and takes my mind off the nastiness of the last story. If I had to pick a favorite genre of story that I get told, I'd say funny sex stories just, man, really take the cake. Story number 130. Saturday, February 6th, 2021, 1.47 a.m. My story is one time while a man was fucking me. Yeah. My dog Fluffy. Yes. Decided to lick his ass oh. while we were, <clears throat> yeah, while he was in me. That's so um, his reaction was he, he looked at me and he looked at Fluffy and yeah. he said, get your fucking dog off of me. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was shocked. He was very shocked. I was shocked, too. Yes. But yes. usually I keep Fluffy in the cage and cover him yeah. while I'm, you know, doing the adult stuff. But yes. that just happened to be a day. Yeah. 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 Fluffy was interested in what we were doing. Right. So. Well, and, and, you know, uh, come to think of it, dogs sniff your butt, right? So, I mean, he was just doing what dogs do. Yeah, Gosh, but I the, cannot even imagine. Yeah, the wrong time. That would have wrong time. I think Fluffy out. is gay. He, he might be. Men. Yeah, you know? Fluffy loves men. He, he loves so. men. Yes. Oh, what a fantastic story! Uh, did this man? Um, did he ever come back over to the house and engage in some more coitus with you? Um, when he did, yeah. he told me to keep Fluffy in the cage. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. He was very. Yeah. He, was a little, he was traumatized. He was a little traumatized. He was traumatized about it. So. <laughs> He was a little worried, so he was like, yo, keep Fluffy in the cage. Uh, hey. <laughs> but he definitely came back for some more. Okay, well, that, that, that's all on you. Um, but uh, let, let's let's look at this from from uh, the bright side. At mm-hmm. least he didn't enjoy it from the at dog. At least. Right? I, I would have been very freaked out yeah. if he enjoyed it. That's right. So, I, I probably would have kicked him out. That's right. Yeah, that would. So we're, we're going to go with funny uh 
but uh, at least it went the right way. So anyways, but thank you so much for sharing that amazing story. No problem. This is Penelope. You guys have a good night. All right. Thank you for having me. Oh, Bye. my pleasure. There you go. You're in the middle of just really getting in there and enjoying sexy time with your lady and a random tongue that you aren't aware of licks your booty hole. Uh-oh. No, 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 no. That's a no-go. Yeah, I can see why from then on, Fluffy just can't be trusted when Mama is getting her freak on. Our next writer shares vulnerably about the special person that she would risk everything for, but it just hasn't happened yet, or maybe it won't happen ever. Story number 131. Saturday, February 6th, 2021, 2.53 a.m. So I was in college. And I thought that I never wanted to date anybody seriously. You mean like ever, ever, or just in college you didn't want to date? Like ever, ever. Okay. Kind of, yeah. My parents had just gone through kind of a rough divorce. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. they were dated, they were married my whole life and waited till I was 18. So Mm. um, I kind of was like, why do we be so serious? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Fair. But then I met this guy, and I was like head over heels. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but I didn't know if it was mutual. So, um, honestly, can't remember how it started. But we both were met, met in a bar. Yeah. And I was just head over heels, like sold. <laughs> And just gone. Yep. Like, whatever you say goes. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, But then we, I mean, we kept hooking up as Mm -hmm. the story goes. Yeah, yeah. Years pass. Um, And I was like, I dated people on and off Mm -hmm. in between. Yep. And I told them, I was like, "I, I am not ready to commit to anything serious yeah um but then with this guy if he had asked me i would have been you'd have been in absolutely yeah you know i for this one person i was willing to settle down i guess be serious um but we never really got to that point yeah so like where is he in your life right now? Like he, we are not talking at all. Okay. He lives in a completely different uh, city. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, if by some strange twist of fate in five years he comes back in your life, oh and my gosh. I'm right, and all of a sudden he's like, you know what? You're the girl I was always hoping. Whatever. Whatever that looks like. Would you, are you at the point where you're like, I'm still into him enough? Yes. I, okay. Wow. So this is not like. God, that's more than a crush, isn't it? I don't know. Yes. I, think, I, feel, I think we got to upgrade it. <laughs> yeah. That's like a serious, like, heart 
um, I don't know what the, I don't even know what the what the term is, but I whatever know. it is, that's that's the right? real deal. Yeah, Man. I know. But now Does, he lives in Texas. Oh, <laughs> Texas. 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 Yeah. Does does he? I mean, I assume you did, but maybe not. But did you ever let him know what your what your no? Feelings? So he doesn't know like, no. the intensity you're feeling. Oh shoot! Okay, and that's one of my biggest regrets. Honestly, okay. I had friends who told me to, you have to tell him how you feel, or at yeah. least invite him. So we were in college, and we were in sororities and fraternities. It's so cliche. Right, right, of course. Um. You should invite him on this or do this, and mm. I never did, mm. and I always have regretted that. Yeah, well, life's not over, um, and yeah, you've right. got yeah, you got a lot of you got a lot of life ahead of you. So who knows? You know, maybe maybe they'll come this time when you're like, you know what, Bob? Unless Bob knows his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bob. Yes. Yeah, I love that. Um, well, and so for now, it goes into that like aching yeah heartbreaking little place of like shoulda woulda coulda which you know what i think all of us have some version of that somewhere where like they're the boy or the girl that we should have been like man i think the absolute world of you and we never Mm -hmm. told them so there's definitely no um there's no shade being thrown your way because we've all done it we've all been there thank you it's like it's so hard. <laughs> it is. Honestly. It is. And whenever you're that invested, it also feels like a massive risk. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because we've all, uh, like, well, especially as a guy, like, when you've asked a girl out and she turns you down, it hurts for, like, you know, a couple of minutes and you move yeah. on your life, whatever. But somebody that you're, like, literally willing to settle down <gasps> with and then if they were to turn you down, it would just Right. Be like, it was such a risk. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. That's how it was. Well... I hope that if you ever get the chance, if it ever feels right, that you get an incredible dose of bravery and just go for it. Thank you. Right? Because at the worst, because <laughs> you, you know logically, worst case scenario is he says no. You're 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 in the exact oh same place right now. Right? I would hate that. That'd be so sad. <laughs> I know. I know. But it, it's you wouldn't be in a worse position, you know. So, yeah. anyways, but thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. Absolutely. Part of the human experience is that you never quite know how your life would be different if you had chosen a different path or said that thing or whatever it is. In her case, though, I hope she gets the bravery to at least share her heart, because even though it feels overwhelming and terrifying, she really has nothing to lose other than the fantasy of what it could have been. Of course, maybe deep down, she doesn't want to know the actual answer to if this guy would give her a chance. But, in my opinion, it's better to know. Our next writer has one of the scariest things happen to her that one can imagine. It is crazy how quickly the most extreme moments in our life can change everything in just seconds. Story number 132. Saturday, February 6th, 2021, 3.08 a.m. 
one crazy moment that I had in my life was I met this guy at the club. He was mad nice, super exciting, and we had a lot of drinks. He bought me drinks and stuff. Yeah. I wound up going back home with him. Okay. And before I can even get back into the car to for him to take me home he robs me no this is after you guys have been together like have, did you guys have sex and everything no we didn't have okay. sex or anything okay. we just were kicking at his house i get yeah. back into the car i guess he's seen how much money i had in my purse and he robs me no yes robs me at gunpoint i had to get out the car and run and call the police the police literally took like 45 minutes oh buddy i'm so sorry it's okay but yeah it's not but oh my god <laughs> oh. but at least you live to tell the story yeah, you know, and it was just crazy because I actually was with a serial killer, I guess, if that could put it like no, that, no, no, or no. robber, because he was on the point of diversion, trying to kill me, like, shooting down the street as I ran out of the car. I left my purse and everything. He also just proceeds to shoot at me. So, yeah, it was crazy, but... Oh, so this wasn't just an attempted robber. He was trying to kill you. Yeah, trying to kill me, too, and I'm trans, and yeah. one thing that he said to me was... I don't like trans, but I will. I do like to kill them and rob them. So oh that's why I say serial killer and robber because that's, that yeah. message right there just, yeah. Whoa. That is literally crazy. <laughs> yeah, really, really crazy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm happy to be here today and I yes. pray every day yes. and thank God for just keeping me on this earth. But yeah, that's one of my craziest moments of my life. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that would win. Oh my gosh. Um, well, I am so glad that you made it out of that crazy situation. <laughs> yeah, alive. thank you so much. Me too. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, well, hopefully, uh, I know you're going out tonight, so hopefully uh, tonight and in the future you have way better luck. <laughs> yeah, I hope I have better luck. And in Atlanta, it's been more better luck than in Cleveland, where I'm from. That's where it happened at. Oh, it happened in Cleveland. Okay. Yeah, it's very ghetto. So. so you got out. How long have you been here in Atlanta? I've been in Atlanta for five months now. Oh, so you're a newbie. Yeah, I'm a newbie in Atlanta. Um, I'm fresh to the city, just trying to see what the city can bring me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. it's a fun, it's a fun, cool city. I think you're really going to like it. I hope so. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Betty, for sharing your story. You're welcome. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs>
uh, split and you can see the whole skyline yeah. looking glorious loving Atlanta yeah so I grew up here uh, parents are, or dad is from here moved down so just been an ATL boy went to school here okay and I just remember when and we're going to a show yeah uh, I just remember when uh, I would sp space out you know my, my meals so I could afford a ticket and maybe a, a drink or something else yeah to, to the shows and it's just funny and interesting how there are much taller buildings there are cranes because yeah. when we got started things were still being built still in the recovery period yeah. um, and how I've grown and yep. how the city's grown and wow. I can just sort of almost think about literally the way that the buildings are have been completed uh. I can see the skyline and compare it to my own life dude that's you beautiful know yeah yeah and, it's and, like this parable uh, yeah, for real because yeah. you know back in the day the the cranes were frozen they just stopped and then now and i felt stopped because you know i had to reckon with my own self coming yeah. out and doing that whole thing and now i feel and, and, and just I, can, I can i can do my own thing and well, i can progress sort of how the cities progress and it, it has helped me i feel like i've helped it yeah. by by my connections that i've gone through and, and grown and all that kind of stuff so uh, ATL is my home. I love it, and I will forever be thankful for it. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I just want—I just want to point out because sometimes a listener, um, as you were gliding by, might have missed. You—you you were you came out as gay or, or yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just want to make sure. Yes. I, yes. I, yes. I, yes. So that's awesome. So as you were sort of finding yourself. The city was fighting itself, and you were building a life while it was building these buildings. Yep. I love and, it. And, and I was able to, um, you know, not be scared because yeah. I found a community on my own wow. that, that supported me, even though they didn't really like understand how it affected me yeah. and how their positivity and all and their support, um, you know, sort of guided me through that and allowed me to uh, just feel things out because sometimes yeah. things take time. Yeah, and it definitely took me time. Yeah. But like, I was gonna, you know, it's, it, it was school. Yeah. So I was gonna, okay, let's transfer. But like, I, the music, electronic music, started blowing up here. I was like, why would I leave oh. the thing that I, in the scene and the people that I got me? So you're into an EDM. It. Guy? Um, I mean, EDM is like, you know, sort of like the, okay, the, the okay. more is a big umbrella. So yep, I would yep. say like I'm more into the subgenres, drum, drum and bass, dubstep, back in the day, and yeah. techno, all that kind of stuff. Okay, okay. Um, you know, not to be a uh, to be elite or anything <laughs> no um, i love it you know what I'm, I'm, saying? I'm ignorant but, so i but, I, yeah. I need i need the schooling i like yeah. it and so just the, those these little sub scenes and people that mm -hmm. i would see on a repeating basis and they would just show love because i my parents and my family is amazing they would show love yep. but just in terms of like my going out social circle social scene in high school they, we we just weren't as a whole as a high school yeah the most uh nicest loving people and even other schools when we would do inner school things yeah would comment about like how we were divided wow. and so finally you know i came here came to georgia state um Welcome to the electronic scene and it helped me and and i'm like i, I would love to move but at the same time the, the people keep me here that's awesome and i and i think that's um, it's huge you found your tribe man that's yeah incredible. for sure that's awesome so i well, love well, it thank you for sharing your story my man Anytime. i appreciate you no problem thank you for letting me get it out i love it yeah i know it's actually my honor I've got to give the ATL a lot of props for diversity. If you are into a scene 
and not just musically, but really any type of particular scene, Atlanta probably has it. I may not be able to tell you exactly where to go, but you can find it here. And I really think that's one of the big things we all need as people. We need to find our tribe and to feel loved and supported. ride today overall from our young lady escaping the dark side of the internet and the trans lady escaping a serial killer to the adorable girlfriend giving a handy at school and our lady's date getting some unwanted booty licking by her dog i think we've covered a pretty good range of sex or at least sex adjacent stories our last rider though put me in a contemplative place. I could really see the parallel with his life and the growing, but sometimes stuck city. That's really all of our lives. We have periods where we are exploding in new growth and other times when we feel frozen in place. I've been so incredibly blessed and fortunate to have found my people here in the Atlanta area just like our last writer has. And it truly makes you never want to leave. So that is my fondest wish to anyone out there listening that is craving good, deep, life-affirming community. May you find it. May you bravely invest in it. And may it lift you up to see just how good it feels to see and know and to be seen and known. Okay, until next time, my friends. This is what happens when you are a rideshare driver in Atlanta and ask people for their stories. These weren't handpicked people with great stories. They just happened to get in my car and be gracious enough to share with all of us. And who knows, maybe someday you'll be in Atlanta and need to grab a rideshare and end up telling the rest of us the next great story on BCP. I'd actually encourage you to, every so often, just ask a stranger to share a story from their life. You never know what you might learn. I believe that our stories are powerful. They can make you laugh, cringe, cry, or even get you to think or feel differently. Our stories can truly make this world a little bit better place. So please subscribe, rate, and listen to this podcast and share it with as many adults as possible. It would mean so, so much to me. First and foremost, I want to thank the incredible writers who trusted me with your stories. You're my heroes. Thanks also to all the people in the background who have believed in this project slash dream. All of the music on this podcast was found on pixabay.com and it was free. 
which is an amazing gift when you're starting a podcast on a shoestring budget.